everyone. Welcome to Let's Celebrate. This is a weekly movie review podcast. That's funny. <laughs> we didn't even get very far before we started laughing. The, um, we- the weekly. Um, <laughs> if by weekly you mean like about once a quarter. Uh, each episode, we yeah. look at a movie that was uh, released during some point in fuck knows when history. Yeah. Um, we're starting with mostly mo- we're continuing, continuing with mostly yes. movies released in 1999. We hope that we're better at the rest of this episode and not <laughs> able to just laugh our way through the intro. Yeah, or if we're not, the next episode that comes out in May, maybe we'll do better. <laughs> uh, we'll figure it out. Um, yeah, talk to us. Let us know what you like. That's a whole monologue that I have written down here, but mm-hmm. we just we just porked that one. Yep, yep. Oh well. So we're gonna start off today. Oh, by the way, I'm for mo- those of you who don't remember me, I'm Steve and I'm Ryan, um, and we're gonna start off today by um, starting with a movie that um, I, I I enjoyed, but we've we've got a lot to talk about. Yes, but before that, I gotta do this new segment I've been holding oh, yeah, on to okay. for forever. Okay, you're right, and it's called uh, Ryan's mashup of two movies. Okay, here we go. All right, so like. Avengers brought every character together. Mm-hmm. There's money in there. So I'm going to start um, getting pitches to the studios. And I'm going to make multi-million dollar here. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're starting out. Okay. So, Steve, you know that the Harry Potter movies and books take place in the 90s, right? Even yes. though it was released later, they take right. place in the 90s. Take place All in right. the 90s. Yes. Yeah, so what this movie is going to be is we're going to change the end of book six and book seven for this new movie. Okay. So this is... Starting of their year seven. Okay. But instead of them not go like going off to find the um, Horcruxes and get the Deathly Hollows and everything that happens in that. Okay. They're going back to school in this one. Okay. There's a lot of guards around Harry Potter because um, Snape's not in charge. He can go back to Hogwarts, and you know it's a different. It's an alternate reality. Okay. So he's going back, but they're still worried that Voldemort might attack him. So there's a lot of guards. So they're okay. on the Hogwarts Express. Okay. Going by normally, you know, they're talking. Oh, you know, Malfoy came in. They had a part with Malfoy. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, the Hogwarts Express stops. Okay. Um, all the guards get around them. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden, something started happening. They're falling down. Like, the guards are... Poof, 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 and they're like, this isn't magic. Okay. There's a person out there that's got a sniper rifle. Oh, okay. And just they're just taking them out. And, like, this really good, classically trained group of terrorists storm onto Hogwarts. They're like, Voldemort tried to kill them with the... Um, with magic? With magic. That for didn't like work. six books, you know. Yeah. The, um, his people, it didn't work. Okay. You know? So he's hired... Another one of the terrorists from, like, the Under Siege, um, Sudden Death, Passenger 57 kind of thing. Okay. It's going to be played by Sean Bean because you know, oh, keep well, it British. You know, got yeah. It. yeah. And, you know, he's got to die. So Sean Bean gets on. He's like, I am being paid millions of dollars that Voldemort just, like, went poof and yeah, it's, he's got he millions of dollars. Money, right. Yeah. So you. he's got millions of dollars. He's like, I'm paying paid millions of dollars. All I have to do is find this boy named Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. All the security's dead, except for this one guy that came from America. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And he was there because he wanted to give his family a nice <laughs> English vacation. He just took this part-time job. Clark Griswold. <laughs> yeah. Clark, <laughs> a little man called John McClane. Yes. So he I'm was, loving this already. Um, yeah. So he didn't like train travel either. So he went into the bathroom, splashed some water on his face, and oh, take and off his shoes. Oh, he comes back out. And he oh. comes back out. <laughs> <laughs> comes back out. 
All of a sudden, all of the people that he just met were dead, and he sees this boy with this scar running towards him. And he's like, you gotta help me. Okay. He's like, I don't know how to fight these guys. They have guns. I've never had to do this. John McClane just picks up one of the dead person's gun, like, snatches it into place. He's like, I've had experience. Die hard Harry Potter. I'm, you know what? I'm not against this. Mm-hmm. Um, it would work. I thought, I was kind of thinking when you're talking about the Hogwarts Express, you might switch it to the Polar Express. The Polar Express. This is better. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Hanks gets on with the hobo. Uh-huh. And, you know, we go from there, but... I like John McClane. Yeah, Hobo always, always creeped me out too. That one, that was weird in that movie. I was that afraid he's going to do something to the kids. So he yeah. does. <laughs> Have you? Haven't you read the actual novel, <laughs> the 17th century yeah. <laughs> Grimm's Grimm's Polar Express? Grimm's Polar Express. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, a, and like I said, because it's set in the 90s, so it's not okay. like old John McClane. No, it's, it could still it, be. It would be like in his prime. Sure. Still married to Holly Gennaro McClane. Okay. You know. John McClane. We'll go with that. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be Harry and his group. They can handle the magic. John McClane's got Sean Bean. And the whole thing takes place on Hogwarts Express. Who are we going to pitch this to? Like, which studio? Warner Brothers, I think we got to start I, with. Yeah. But the problem with the whole Disney-Fox merger, I don't know how we no. can get John McClane, but... I don't know. We'll figure it out. But maybe we can do a thing like um, Sony did with... Uh, Spider-Man with Disney. We can go and talk to Disney and be like, hey, let us have John McClane in this. And in like the end of the next Avengers movie, Harry Potter can show up for a few minutes and just... Sure. Do something. Yeah. He's like working with Scarlet Witch or something. What if we also tossed Helen Mirren from Red into this? (laughs) So John McClane has to call Helen Mirren. Uh Uh-huh. Or... Helen Mirren plays McGonagall's sister. Whoa. And she's going to visit her. Well, okay, so... And she knows I'm all about this. the dark magic. I'm good with this. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm fine with Hel- Helen Mirren being in there. Helen Mirren can be in anything, though. You know, honestly, she is old and still kinda really hot. good and kind of hot. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie. So, um, so that's that. And, so anybody um, that knows studio execs... I'm willing to pitch this idea, flesh it out a little bit, but it's called Hogwarts Die Hard. Hogwarts Express. Or Die Hard. Die Hard Hogwarts Express. Hogwarts Express. I like that. And like, we don't even have to change the whole thing. This is just in between six and seven. I mean, they rebooted. It's like a prequel to seven, so. They they alternate universe the entire Star Trek universe. Yeah. Why can't they do it with this? Or, you know, nobody can understand the (laughs) X-Men timeline in the movies. We'll put it on CBS Unlimited that you have to to pay for. Yep. (laughs) No, we're going to be. nobody watches. Yep. No, we're going to be on the new Comcast network. It's. Um, we're going to get some low rate, you know, John oh, McClane, so we probably boy. can't get Bruce Willis. No, we can't get Bruce Willis. But we can get, I'm pretty sure Sawyer from Lost isn't doing too much. So I think, I think probably. he would be he'd pretty be okay. good. Yeah. He'd be all right. Mm-hmm. So that's what, that's where we're going with. I'm, you know what? Seven minutes into this, into this episode and I'm, I'm feeling good right now. Yeah. That's a good pitch. All right. I'm, I like that. I'm glad you like that. So we'll find an executive. If, if Steven Spielberg or <laughs> is listening, hook us up with somebody you know. Yeah. Because you're too big to do for yeah. this. I'm sorry, just but you just are. Anybody that wants something, just give us a call. Yeah. I will split it 50-50 with you. Also bring a good attorney. <laughs> yes. Because we're going to need something for copyright infringement. Yes, yeah, just someone that really knows the... Um, or maybe we just go to China. And make the movie. And put it on one of those DVDs on a street corner? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Because China doesn't really seem to care about that. They don't the, really care. 
copyrights. There's like that whole amusement park where like Bart Simpson is hanging out with the World of Warcraft yeah. people right next to Mickey Mouse who's like messing with Woody Woodpecker. So it is it, it, China is a magical place. Yep. So there, there's my idea. But now back to our regu- regularly scheduled program. What did we watch? We watched 1999. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like this. Not was, the movie 1999. No, 1999's. I don't understand how it didn't win all of the Oscars. Well, honestly, it was. It should have been up for minimum best picture. Yeah, minimum best actor. Best actor, because I don't want your life. Your life. So yeah, it should have been up for that. We're talking about the football classic, Varsity, Varsity Blues, Blue. starring Dawson himself, yes. James Vanderbeek. And Dawson loved the fact that he's not Dawson anymore and can yeah. say fuck. Yeah. Oh my god, every time he said it, his eyes just <laughs> lit up with glee. And he hit he's, that he got K. A, he had a boner every time he said fuck. Mm-hmm. He had a boner when he got to talk about boner. And, well, he did, you're what right. What was my favorite one? The... Vanilla slinging purple monster, or something, something like, or the or the yeah. purple monster. I like what was it like peso or Paco? Pedro? <laughs> Pedro. Pedro, yeah, Pedro. <laughs> but but I mean, this J.D. Salinger couldn't have written a better screenplay than this because I have I have this up right here. Here we go. This is how we start the movie, and I'm going to do it in the best James Vanderbeek um, from somewhere in Texas. So I'm just going to talk really slow with the draw. <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. Nobody from Texas listens to this. Yeah, because so, so it's I'm, Texas. I, I am not making fun of you Texans. I'm making fun of James Bond trying to be Texas. in general. <laughs> so this is how it starts. In America, we have laws, <laughs> laws against killing, laws against stealing, and it is just accepted that as a member of American society, you will live by these laws. In West Canaan, Texas, there's another society which has its own laws. Football is a way of life. And then he doesn't talk about the laws. He's you know, like, the one law is win. I'm like, but that's not a set of laws. You set up this whole thing that there should yeah. be some sort of symmetry. Here's these laws. Here's and these laws. None. And there's like, football is winning. And then they pan over and there's there's a, playing football. No, there's a 10-year-old oh, yeah. half-naked kid on a cross. And I'm like. That's right. I'm like, I already look. I, I saw this movie 20 years ago, and I've seen it a few times since then, but I've apparently forgot everything. The only thing I could remember about this movie before we started watching it again was. Um, whipped cream bikini. The whipped cream bikini, and they played My Hero like three times during the football scenes. But yeah, the movie starts out and it pans over, and there's a shirtless little kid yeah, with a cross. With a, uh, tied I'm like, to a cross in a bed. And I'm like, all right, I'm in. This yeah. hour's, it's an hour and 40 minutes, and I'm going to enjoy this. No one could have written a better first scene no <laughs> there's james vanderbeek in, in i think his boxers laying on the uh-huh. bed in america and we got with no shirt on yeah just tied, <laughs> tied to, to a cross zip tied to the cross <laughs> and then they go downstairs and like he has um breakfast with his like asshole dad yeah <laughs> who has you gotta go on imdb oh my gosh and if look this was at a video cast this dude's picture wow just pause it right now it's Go okay. to IMDb and find the guy that played his dad. What's Thomas his name? F. Duffy. Thomas F. Duffy. Look at that. Just look at his IMDb DB picture. Oh, it is the most wonderful thing in, ever. It's from the Lost World Jurassic Park. Yeah, I know. But that's still, the one that's he picks. The one he chooses. Look at all these other photos, and he chose that one. That's like you know, Dan. You go to Dan Aykroyd's, and he picks the one from Coneheads. Yeah, I mean, it's I, it's wonderful. It, what? But oh my um, gosh. so like they go downstairs. I mean, he could have used that. Yeah. They go downstairs and he's still tied to the cross and like, 
Him and his like dad are uh, mocks James Vanderbeek's character because yeah. he's the the mock. backup quarterback. Um, yeah, he's the backup quarterback to so, the star to the star. Um, so like he doesn't get to play, and his dad's like, "You should do this," but all he wants he's an intellectual. He's mm-hmm. going to be reading mm-hmm. Slaughterhouse Five while during the, the playbook. Yeah, yeah, but like. It's so funny because like the guy, the kid is still tied to the cross. He's trying, <laughs> he's, trying he's trying to eat or get it off or I don't something. Know what he's doing. And the mom's like, "That's so sweet." Yeah. And like, okay, the thing that I didn't get throughout this movie was the, all of the characters, other than the kids, supposed to be like, "This is a slice of life, Texas," or are they making fun of them? I don't know because I can't tell. I can't tell if the mom had mental handicap or was yeah. drunk the whole movie. Well, and I'm mean, not trying to make fun of the mentally handicap. I don't know. No, but she had like there's like four scenes where she has that giant margarita in her hand. I so. know. No, so I'm thinking she's just drunk the whole yeah, movie. But like, is the move like in Friday Night Lights a TV show, which is a much better version. It's a better of this. version of this. Um, like they even have the same name for the uh, strip club, the landing strip. The landing, which well, is at, great. To be fair, every, every strip club yeah. is the landing strip. But um, like they had a really good thing of small town yeah. Texas life, and like everybody in this were stereotypical jackasses. Yeah. So I'm like, were they making fun of them, or are they like, nope, this is Texas. I, I don't, really know. don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And I don't know which way I like more. And like later in the movie, we get, we're getting ahead of ourselves here in a minute, but the mom, even when, when the when the little boy brings in all the, the kids, <laughs> he brings in the cult, and she's like, <laughs> who are all these kids? She's like, did you start a cult? Yeah, and he's just... like, yeah. And she goes, oh, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> and I'm like, Th- this what is, is wrong with this mom? <laughs> yeah. This is after, though, he um, was like. He was a, he was a, he was a Muslim there yeah, for a while. Yeah, he was a Muslim. And then he becomes the cult leader. <laughs> Uh, you know, I don't know. Can we have a spinoff of this kid? Where I want he, this kid story. Yeah. I don't think he played football. No, I don't. Yeah, and then he's like, what about my kid? My other kid? Play? I'm like, yeah, I don't think that's it, happening. No, your other kid's not playing football. <laughs> he's he's blessing the um, food at that one point. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, he's the Catholic priest at that one point, too. Oh, yeah. Um, so the, the plot itself isn't. It's not dissimilar from any other sport movie. No, and like what is so strange about this movie is it veers uncontrollably from, oh, look at this, you know, boys will be boys drinking, wanting, Mm -hmm. you know, girls, you know, doing all these stupid things, going to strip clubs. And then it's like, no, we're going to take a pivot here. We're going to take a hard right. Now we're going to talk about, you know, playing when you're hurting concussions and, um, yeah. Like drug use and, and everything and like that. We even touched on suicide a little bit. Yeah, a li- little uh, bit when, when, when he Billy gives... Bob. We thought he was going to kill himself. Uh-huh. Is, uh huh. Does he actually think the pig's a dog? Because I still can't. Figure I don't that out. know. He's pretty dumb. Yeah, I like his flirting technique that oh, one time when like my. he's like, "Is it a boy or girl?" He's like, "Look at that sausage! Look at the sausage on him!" Um, <laughs> I loved Billy Bob. Oh yeah. So, so but for, the. the what? Tragic story with Billy Bob well, because like I mean, the, the whole movie is just yeah. oh you mean for the, the yeah, person no, or the actor yeah the actor, yeah yeah but like the whole movie he's just like it's fat man fall down go boom be funny that's his role and then like you read his like Wikipedia because he died a few years ago yeah. and he lost all this weight and it's just like he was fat all his life and he had problems with it I'm like now <laughs> I feel bad about this movie because it's just I'm a fat I'm guy. a fat guy and like everybody yells at him and calls him fat and like through the whole movie yeah and there's one part where the uh, dickish announcers are like, he's got his own zip code. I'm like, okay, yeah. now, well, now I feel bad now about I feel, it. Yeah, now I feel really bad about this movie, but I do love Billy Bob. Um, but the plot is fairly easy. You got, yeah. you've got Moxie, Moxie, <laughs> the Mox. you got the Mox, who is uh, just the backup quarterback who mm-hmm. is a scrub. Yeah, he's not anything. And the grand star is uh, Lance um, Harbor. Mm-hmm. Lance Harbor. Otherwise known from now on, Paul Walker. Paul Walker, yeah. <laughs> um, 
you know, this kid's going to lead. Um, he's going to Florida to their, State. Yeah, he's going to go Florida State, but he's also going to lead the team to their 23rd yeah, district championship. championship. Uh, and the Dick coach, of course, played by John, John Voigt. Um, but then um, uh, Billy Bob gets hurt. Because he, he gets a concussion. He gets a concussion. He's he's like out. I mean, I yeah. mean, as as a coach, you know, this is not something he, you were supposed to not put that player back in. Yeah, you're you're supposed to take him out. But like, this is what I'm talking about. Like that hard pivot. Because I'm like, man, yeah. this this was kind of ahead of the time. This is before you this know is before heads up protocols and yeah. Because this is '99, so this is 20 years old. This is even before they had the same sort of story with Sharky and one of my favorite football movies, Any Given Sunday. I mm-hmm. can't wait till we get to 2021 so we can talk about that movie. <laughs> yeah, but like they did that thing. But I mean, like. They have this really interesting concussion thing where it's like, oh, I shouldn't play. And John Voigt's, you know, coach is just like, oh, you'd be fine. Go on out there. Yeah. And then he passes and out he passes in the out, game. And that, of course, he falls down, passed out right in the middle of a play. Uh-huh. Defenders come through, which we've already seen um, Paul Walker. He's hurt. He, yeah. He's, he's hurt, getting shots. but he's getting shots. Um, so we touch on drug use. Uh-huh. And uh, when when so is it just like cord- they never say what it is it's just like a cortisone I, I assume shot it's cortisone. just to like numb the pain. Know. Well, I don't know because later in the movie, uh, uh, I can't think of the guy. The running back. The, the running back. Yeah, like bust something in his leg. Yeah, he tears it, and like this is the thing. I'm like, can you fix it? And he's yeah. giving him a shot, and I'm like, yeah, how's like, that gonna fix a tear? Yeah, I was thinking the same thing because I'm like, okay, I don't know much about steroids. No. But I know that if he just, they said he ripped something, he's like writhing in pain. And they're like, yeah. can you fix it? I'm like, okay, it's not a fixable thing. You can't give him a shot and all of a sudden tendons like come yeah. back together. And even if he had a painkiller shot. It's not going to make st- it move. He's a running back. Yeah. He's still not going to be no. you know, successful at all. So I didn't understand what they were trying to do in that scene. I don't either. So, but. Give him like a lot of cocaine maybe well that would work yeah then he's just barreling through him he's like my leg is hanging off i don't care (laughs) give him some lsd and he's out there dodging elephants yeah um so the defenders break through they hit they hit paul walker yeah they hit the star quarterback and he's gone his knee is his knee's gone gone. Mm -hmm. um and mox has to step in Who's and, never played it down in his life. Uh, but, like, they've already shown that he has, like, a, a good cannon arm, arm because... Because he's sitting on the bench there. Yeah, he sits on the bench at one point, and he throws the ball at the referee, and the referee's like, oof, and, like, hits him yeah. square in the numbers, and John Voigt kind of looks at him, but he's like, I don't like this kid. Yeah. So, like, this kid is good. It's not like he's... Oh, it's not like he's a bad. nobody. Yeah. But, yeah, he's never played because he's behind Paul Walker's character. Yeah. So they call him in, and, of course, he leads the team to win yeah, he, the rest of the game. Yeah, they win the game. And then he's they, a hero that night. Mm-hmm. He gets a big head. Um, Allie Walker, who is dating Paul Walker, and they have the scene. So, like, the first game, Mm -hmm. you know, Paul Walker is in it the whole game, and they win, and he's the big stud and everything like that. And then, like, they go to this party, and there's a scene with Allie Walker, and, like, she's like, come on, come with me. Allie Allie Walker's the profiler, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. So That would be a very interesting (laughs) thing, because at this point, she was probably, like, 40? (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, she he goes into the um, room with Allie Lauder, who's like the head cheerleader. They're going to go to Florida State together. And they're going to get married and they're going to be happy and everything like that. And he's like, I don't think I can get excited. And she just gets on the dryer. <laughs> let the dryer the do dryer, the work. Turns on the dryer and women, says, let the dryer do the work. I, okay, so here's something else I don't understand. And I don't understand women. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't, I don't, I don't know what that 
I don't know what it does. Warm vibration? I don't but know. But the funny thing is, is Paul Walker has to have some sort of um, award <laughs> for having the most movies where he does like gross sex things with yeah. a woman on a, on a dryer. dryer. Because there's this great like unheralded movie where he goes down on uh, his wife, Vera Flamingo, and running scared on a dryer. I'm like, is this a Paul Walker thing? Is he like going to the director? He's like, hey. I need a dryer. I got an idea. <laughs> I need to have some sort of sexual on relations a on a dryer in this movie. Or is it the women? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I but don't know. That, I just found I that interesting. I'm like... How many people can be like, yeah, I've had more. I've had multiple movies where I have, you know, really explicit this, sex with women on dryers. This is the part though where any females that are listening to us are just like, well, these guys don't know yeah. anything, because I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, I, I don't I'm, understand. I'm guessing it's the warmth like, and the vibration. I'm, I'm assuming it's the vibration. It's yeah. got to be. I just don't understand. And only one of those movies, um, the mood is ruined by a really fat guy puking in the washer. But did it ruin it? Because I don't know if they really. I mean, no, because yeah, then she's like, Ugh, and she walks off. So. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, but then he gets hurt. Yeah. Mox oh, this, but we in. we have to talk about the scene where he's. They're all at a barbecue together, and that's where the young brother is. You know, oh my gosh, the, he's um, the Catholic Catholic priest. priest. He's blessing the and then the um, meat. The Paul Walker, his younger brother, is actually Landry from Friday Night Lights. Jesse Plemons. Yeah, like, he is. Oh, look at that. Yeah, he is. But, like, the two dads get in this pissing contest because oh, God. the one dad's being a dick and saying, oh, your son's never going to play because he's behind me and he can't do anything. And the other dad's a dick because he's making his son do it. So they have, like, this William Tell thing where Paul Walker throws a ball and knocks off the, knocks the can right can off, off the head. head. And then, you know... Um, James Vanderbeek hits him right in the nose and I love the editing in the scene because they didn't want to show him get hit in the nose so like it went black and then went red like a video game where you get yeah. shot and killed yeah it was a 90s video game yeah I'm like okay that's interesting and then like he broke his dad's nose yeah which comes into play a little bit later yeah because he did it on purpose and the dad's Clearly. like oh he did that on purpose well and, I am a dick and he, he, he finds out he did it on purpose when uh, in the middle of a game, instead of downing the ball, just like yeah. spiking it, he, he turns like wings at a mascot. Yeah, what ma- was that? The like a what was it? Was like a green mm, thing. I don't know what it was. I don't remember yeah. that one. It's like an alien or something. Yeah, he something. Did, he does it twice. He does it twice. He knocks yeah. the guy off the horse later. Yeah, but yeah. So and then like yeah, the dad's like, oh look at this. But yeah, so Mox takes over, becomes the hero. Yeah, becomes the hero, it's and he's head. he's dating his best friend's little sister. Who are, who's just a he's dating younger. Lance's little sister. Yeah, his, Paul Walker's little sister. Yeah. Is, yeah. That, is that see? This is something I wanted to talk about. How are close are they? See, I don't know because it makes it out to be that they're best friends. They make it out to be best friends because he's like, "Hey, man, you're the only friend that saw me." Yeah, you know, and the thing he's dating his, his um, sister, little sister. They're at a barbecue together, but the two really never hang out. They, other than he gets them out to go to the strip club. Yeah, and like they all pick him up at the beginning when like they're all in the truck. Right. Because for some reason, Billy Bob takes the entire football team to practice school. Well, yeah, school practice in school yeah. every day in his truck. And the bat and the bacon pig. And yeah, why did um, Mox get the front seat? Don't you think Paul Walker would have been like? <sighs> well, no, because you want Paul Walker in the back to like. He's got to be like the the the, the prom queen mm-hmm. in the back of the car that they're driving down the parade. Oh, also, we got to talk about this in the beginning too when they're picking up everybody. Ass. What? No, Ass. yeah, we're not talking. Okay, we're, we're getting into say. we're getting into Scott's Con's character a little bit later. Here's a spoiler alert. It hasn't aged well. Um, oh. But I love when they pick up Paul Walker and they have this hero shot. 
but he also has at least a 10-foot fucking billboard in his front yard that's like oh, star yeah. player lands. Yeah. And he stands in front of it. Yeah. He, he walks the, out, stands there, and then yeah, comes He the puts his there. hand on his hip like a Superman pose, <laughs> the sun's beaming behind. I'm and there's like, this giant billboard in his parents' front yard. Yeah. I mean, a giant billboard I don't understand planted it. in the front yard. Because I know they do yard signs at <laughs> big. Sure. But like, well, I mean, we even do yard signs here. Yeah, but but they're little tiny things. I've never seen, like, this is, like, Lamar billboard company-sized yeah. billboard saying, you know, star quarterback for the Coyotes. Because it's not the coyotes, it's the coyotes. I love how they all howl too. But so, yeah, so he's hurt. The next game, you know, he wins. And all of a sudden, like, the sister thinks he's changed. You know, he, she doesn't want to date him anymore. Yeah. yeah, because she doesn't date football players. And he's like, I've always been a football player. No, Johnny, you were something else. Yeah, you were something different. You, you were, were something different. special. So then he, you know, no, that's after he says no to Ali Larder and the whip king, cream yeah, bikini. Right. Because Ali Larder's dating the star quarterback. <laughs> well, she doesn't even wait. No, he is still He's in, in surgery. Yeah. He gets hurt that night. She's there. She hears the doctor say, year and a half, if he ever plays again. She's like, well, going after her, you know. Time to jump James Vanderbeek's yep. bones. So she starts stripping in the, in um, the car. car. And then he's like, she's like. My parents, which is one of the sexiest scenes, not the sexiest. We'll get to that in a second. Okay. The second sexiest scene in the scene, the movie. My parents are at the gun club until Don't at least midnight. midnight. I'm like, who's shooting at nine o'clock at night? Texans. But so yeah, he goes over there, and um, she's in the whipped cream bikini, and he's like, no, we can't do this because I'm not a total asshole, and I'm dating my best friend's little sister, and you're dating. My best friend. And this is the moment where she goes from, you know, uh, cheerleader, head cheerleader that just dates the, the high school quarterback mm -hmm. to all of a sudden we see the intimate moment of her breaking yeah. down like, oh, I'm really a nobody. Yeah. And James should be like, no, no, no. They're there. You're yeah. somebody. And like she's supposed to be smart because he, he, he says yeah. like three times, oh, she gets straight A's or she's a really good and worker and everything like that. And so that – and that's – that's the scene, of course, she's wearing the the, the, the whipped cream bikini. Yeah, which she is a very iconic that. scene. Um, and that's really the last we see of her. Yeah, I mean, you see I mean, her. you see her. You see but... her in the next scene when he gives her, when she gives him a kiss, and that's when, you know, yeah. the, girlfriend the girlfriend played by Amy upset. Smart, who, you know, is I mean, if you're too. choosing between Allie Larder and Amy Smart, you're, you're doing, doing something yeah, right you're in doing your okay, life. yeah. But yeah, that's when she breaks up with them. But earlier in the movie, when he's still the scrub nobody, they have the sexiest... Uh, lines oh my movie. god yes so the single sex i got a boner yeah when they, so when, when when this happens they're yeah. at practice and everybody's fawning over you know the team and everything like that and james vanderbeek goes off to hang out they go outside his, under the bleachers yeah they're under the bleachers and this is late 90s so he's wearing the big ass baggy jinko jeans which yep. made me laugh i'm like oh that's a time capsule right there Had those but they are hanging out, and all of a sudden you start hearing like a train in the distance. And he goes, you don't like games on Friday night? She gives him a sexy look and says, I like trains. I like trains. More. And then he says, you want to watch trains with me tonight? And then they start <laughs> making out. <laughs> yes. I'm like, how is this scene sexy? What? I don't know, man. It, I thought, it she, I thought it was going to go somewhere else where she's like, I like trains. Like, oh, wow, this is going into somewhere I didn't think. But I, no, they're just... Talking Let's about? go watch some trains. Yeah. All it's right. Like, okay. 
that's the Canadian Express, and that's yeah. the that's the Conrail. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, I thought this was just. Oh, I thought we. Were, I thought we, that, I thought that was a metaphor. Yeah, I thought that was just a euphemism. I thought we'd just get here. She's like, no, no that's, I want that's the caboose, and there's the yeah. locomotive. <laughs> oh, this is a twenty car. Oh boy. Um, but um, yeah, that that's another great scene. Yeah, that's up there in the Hall of Fame with um. When Mila Kunis and Jupiter Rising oh, is talking boy. to Channing Tatum, and he's like, "You don't want anything with me. I'm part dog." And she's like, "I like dogs. I like dogs." But uh, but Mila Kunis in that movie is just a human, isn't she? Yeah. Like so, that's just a totally weird line in yeah. there. So this is this is that up ranks there, up though. there though. I'll give you that. Uh, that's what I'm gonna say to you know all my women. You want to go watch trains tonight? Well, if a woman wants to pick me up. <laughs> Let's talk train. Yep, that's that's where I start. You know what? When I was a boy, I loved trains. Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously, I actually loved trains. Oh yeah, but not, apparently not as much as Amy Smart. No, Amy Smart. That's you know we found out that uh, she would have been my soulmate at five years old. <laughs> Allie Larder <laughs> likes like kitchen appliances. Like yeah, uh, dryers. Dryers. Yeah, yeah. And Amy Smart liked trains. Yeah. That's what we learned. So mention watch this movie. Yeah. And just go to Amy Smart and give her like a Thomas the Train tank engine train. And See what like, happens. Here you go. Yep. I saw I I know what uh gets women happy. Here you go. Here you go. It's a Thomas the Tank. All right. So um where were we? Oh yeah. So So now he's in the game. He's kind of broken he up. He wins with, a few more. Yeah. But they have this scene where he's like, I'm taking everybody out because yeah. he's supposed to be the leader and he's supposed to be the good guy, but this is kind of an asshole move. This was kind of a dick move. I don't understand yeah. this one. He takes them out drinking all night to a strip club well, because they can point, get anywhere now. Oddly enough, one of the other guys even says, We got a game tomorrow. We got a game tomorrow. We got to go home. He's like, Oh, we got the rest of our lives. Blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. So they go there and um, their teacher. This is still ninety nine. So we have internet, but it's not quite to the good point yet. Yeah. So we still need boobs in our movies. We still have to have so boobs, and we got a lot of it. There's just random boobs in the scene because they're at the strip club. They're all happy. Billy uh-huh. Bob's really happy. He, not as happy as Tweeter. No, Billy uh, Bob's boobs come out too. Oh he yeah, gets up on stage. Yeah, they're doing the Patrick Swayze thing. Yeah, yeah. So he gets out there too. Um, Wendell, that's his name. The Running back. He's oh, yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. not drinking. And this is all already after we know, because, like, John Voight is a piece of shit in this. Oh, God. Um, we'll talk about Voight in yeah. a minute. Um, because they had this whole thing. He's like, I run for 130 yards a game. You know how many touchdowns I have? Three. And it's only because I accidentally broke those over. Yeah, because I broke for more for more than 20, because they get in the 10-yard line, and then John Voight's letting the white kids right, get because he's, he's the only black kid. He's the only black kid on the Although, team. Although, in, in one of the scenes at the very end, if you look in the background when Vanderbeek is speaking to the team, and he's uh-huh. taking the team and rallying them, there's a Chinese kid standing there. Yeah. It's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> they have to have one of everything in the town. Yeah, I guess. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, he does this dickish move where they go there. They see their um, sex education teacher that had the line before, everybody say after me, penis, 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 vagina, vagina, vagina. vagina, vagina. vagina. <laughs> Um, and so they like hang out with her and well they don't just see her there she's she's stripping yeah she's stripping she, they see her naked and oh, yeah. then Billy Bob asks her to prom later yeah which like is that. awkward but fun <laughs> yeah. I liked it I like that will you go to prom with me but um, so that did she I don't know yeah we, we don't know we don't know um, and then we get to the game they're all hung over because like I said it's kind of a dick move by James Vanderbeek kind Van of a Beach. dick move um, cause they're like let's <clears throat> let's not do this he's like no we'll be fine we got our whole lives so they play like shit they lose the game like twenty to three. Yeah, get their butts handed to them. Uh-huh. Um, John Voight yells at them all, and especially Billy Bob because he's 
mad at him now because he made him play. He made him play. And even though he was having concussions. And he keeps coming in and talking to John Voight about yeah. my head He's hurts. like, my, my head hurts. Right. I can't eat. Yeah, I keep throwing up. John Voight's like, I don't want to hear excuses. Just fix yeah. it. Pain's temporary, all that. And, you know, so, like, yeah, he's mad and he kicks him out of the play. So right. they lose this game. So now they have to win the next game to win his 23rd division championship. Yeah. yeah, whatever it was. But they play against a team that has come from, from a higher four, division yeah. down to a lower division. And they've been. And they're literally hurting everybody. Yeah, they're just killing, like, children. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm, so. You know, they got a week to get this game up, but, you know, this is when Billy Bob gets sad and blows up all of his blows trophies. Up the trophies and they shoot John Voight's picture. Yeah, shoots John. And I'm like, that wouldn't be in a movie today. Oh, <laughs> God, no. No. <laughs> they're not giving a, like, I could see them still doing the scene where they're shooting the um, trophies, yeah. but I don't see them giving the uh, thing to um, James Vanderbeek and he goes American Psycho with this look on his face <laughs> shoot and John shoots Voight. John Voight in the head. I'm like, oh yeah, that's that's not no, a movie that today. Um, also, you know, we'll talk about John Voight and his character in a minute because I think he deserves an entire segment. Yes, him and Tweeter. Yeah. Both. So, but the thing is, is like, he's a god in this town. Yes, because he's and, won 24 things. Yeah. And- so, but here's the question. That, clearly somebody shot John Voight's face on a poster on the football field. Yeah, no one's How does that care. not just, like, that could have taken an entire scene of the movie. Yeah, but, like, everybody notice, knows he's kind of a dick, but oh, they're, like... the whole team does. Yeah, the whole team does, but, like, the parents... Even the parents know it, too. They have, like, a Greek chorus in this movie, and it's, um, the sheriff, like, the dude that's just, like, friends, and then, like... Yeah, some guy. Yeah, like, and then a lot of the time it's the dad, Paul Walker's dad. Paul Walker's dad, yeah. And they're always talking, like... Oh, yeah, he's riding them hard again, but that builds character. Remember and at one you did that to like, me? That's the best time of their lives. Yeah, this is going to be... And, like, they hate the guy. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, let's just talk about Charlie Tweeter a little bit here. Oh, okay. This guy did not age well, because I got a... I got <sighs> right, a um, I'm bringing him up here. I got a line here. This is played by Scott Kahn, and the first time we see him, he's pulling down his pants. There's another scene where he's with three sophomores naked, and I'm okay. like, that's awkward now you know okay. as a parent of like a kid that's not that much younger i'm like i don't like this mm-hmm. um but then there's one part where uh james vanderbeek sitting on the um bench and this is his lines well you listen to me bitches are all about panty droppers you understand that's it listen you give him a percocet percocet two vicodin and a couple of beers and the panties drop it's very nice it's nice um, and then Mox says, do you think he'll enjoy prison? So <laughs> and that just kind of bypassed over yeah. that line. Uh-huh. And then um, there's another part where he's just kind of drunk because he gets drunk a lot. And Steals he, the cop car. Yeah. Drunk driving is very prevalent oh. in this movie. It's very weird. But she, he has a line that she, where he sings, she broke my heart, so I broke her jaw. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, this character in the, the character Me Too did era. Not add, yeah. Did not age. In the Me Too era, this is not a good character. No. And I'm pretty sure... He's just gay and really, you know, um, overcompensating for that. Possible. Because. He talks sex, but you never actually see him You never him see go him sex, yeah. He has the three naked women in there, but what is the thing he tells Mox to do? Get your clothes off. Yeah, get your clothes off and get in the car with me. Yeah. I, was Were they going to keep the girls? But yeah, he, he is a character that didn't age well. Oh, God, well. no. No, he did not age well. Um. But the question there is, was it even good in 99, that character? I, I mean, I, don't know. I remember I, like people like, oh, yes, you know, that was like the beginning of his career. So I like guess. that rascal. <laughs> yeah. But uh-huh. I'm just like, yeah, this guy's, guy, you know. 
He he did not age well yeah. as as a character. You're right. And he's just a dick because there's that one, you know, the sad old guy. He's like class of eighty. I remember when you know. Oh, yeah. He did this to me. He's like, <laughs> all right, ready, and just nuts. hits him in the nuts like with a baseball bat. He's like, she. This shit's funny. This should be the show. Hitting him on the nuts with the bat. Oh God, he's an ass. Yeah, he really is. So, but I mean, like, I don't even think he hits the top five of asses in this movie. Oh my God, I don't think he does. Um, so they get to that final game. Mm-hmm. And they're and, losing at and, the halftime. And they're losing at halftime, but not by much. It's, no, it's, it's actually 14, a pretty it's good 14 game. To seven. Yeah, and they made. And the... remember, before the mo- before the game, John Voight says, "You know that free that full ride. Oh yeah, you, you better got, do what I do. You do you what gotta... I do, or I'll change your scores, uh-huh. and you'll lose that." Yeah. And he says, "Don't think I don't have the power to change every grade you get." Yeah. No, he's going to go in and change the transcripts yeah. himself. I know. Yeah, but this is yeah, this is after he gets in Brown because all Mox wants to do is go to Brown. He, he wants play football. Yeah, he doesn't want to play football. He just wants to go to Brown. He gets in, and this is you know puts his dad right behind John Voight. I think ahead of Tweeter is he's like, "Dad, I got into Brown." He's like, "Son, we got to talk about the we game. Talk about guilt, guilt, Gilman, Gilpin. Yeah, Gilpin. Like, yeah, Gilman, he's like something." Tell me who wins. I'm like, oh, he's not playing. Oh, no. Next scene, he's in football. It's yeah, like, he's, he's there. But yeah, so John Voight's like, you're going to listen to me, boy, because he keeps wanting to try, you these know, fancy different. Plays. Yeah, these fancy plays where I. And guess, to throw the ball because he, he can make, throw the ball. Yeah, did he make the spread option? Is, is that what I they're think, saying? I Are think they saying Paul Walker and James Vanderbeek invented created? the spread offense? Yeah, I think yeah. that's what they're saying. Yeah. But he's like, you're going to listen to me. You're going to do what I want, or I will um, take your scholarship away yeah he's like you give me what i want i'll give you what i want it's not like hey i'll help you no it's you'll give it to me and i'll give you yeah i'll, I'll, I'll give you what you got already i yeah. won't take it away from you if you give me what i want so so they get to halftime mm-hmm. and, um, and like this is after he makes them oh um, and we we should we should mention and this is a very important part at halftime mm-hmm. uh what was the black guy's name oh yeah uh, wendell wendell and like he gave, he gave wendell the ball when he, he wasn't supposed to he scored the touchdown so he's they're just using him because John Voigt's whole plan is we're going to eat up clock because if they can't, if they don't have the ball, they can't score. Which yeah, is, you which know, is a good, le- good legitimate. Yeah, for the first time in the movie, John Voigt's football brain actually makes sense. Yeah, but then um, Wendell gets hurt. Yeah, and at halftime, and like they down it because he's hurt, so they don't have the player, and everybody's booing, and they go into halftime, half-time. and um, they're going to give him this needle in front of the whole team they never go they, anywhere else well the there's like a door but, but they, they never close the door yeah, yeah. Just, just close that door so you know um james vanderbeek's like you're not giving him a shot don't do this and paul walker you know hobbles in on yeah. his yeah he's like don't do it i wish i wouldn't have done it and yeah. um they're all like i'm not gonna play and he's like no you're gonna play and then he tries to strangle james vanderbeek yeah john voight tries to strangle james vanderbeek so mm-hmm. child abuse yeah now we got child abuse and then they're like we're not playing if you go out there well, he tries to rally him up anyway. Yeah, he's like, all right, he, leaves, come on, he guys. walks out. Yeah, let's go, guys. Okay. And nobody follows him. Yeah, and no one follows him, so he's just out there, and then he goes to his... Um, he goes to his office. ...office and packs his stuff, because yeah. he's pretty much done. So but, James Vanderbeek then rallies the team. Mm-hmm. But can we talk about something here? Okay. So this is, you know, they got a great stadium. He's won yep. 22 division championships. Yep. The whole town's around it. One coach. Yeah, there's only one coach that I've ever There is seen. no assistant coaches. No. There's he's the, just that good. Yeah, there's the coach, there's John Voight, and then the shady guy that just has needles. The trainer, so, yeah. Yeah. So they go out there, no coaches at all, and I'm pretty sure you can't play a game without the coach. Well, but, but, um, but Paul Walker Paul steps Walker, in and Yeah, he he's the new coaches. So he's got the hat on now. So that <laughs> He's got the hat and the, and the headphones. Yeah, the referee's like, where's your coach? He's like, hat, headphones. Oh, you're hit. All right, <laughs> carry on. You, you passed. The, yeah. You passed. And, and so 
Paul Walker and and uh, James Vanderbeek basically run the game the rest uh-huh. of the game. And it took him a while to get going because apparently nothing in the third quarter happens because... They go straight to the fourth. Yeah, we go straight to the fourth with about eight minutes left. So the third quarter and the first four minutes of the fourth quarter didn't matter. Right. And then they're like, hey, let's try that like spread offense. No huddle. And they do. And yeah. it works really well. Uh-huh. Um, but the I no, I guess the other team has the score. So yeah, like they the other team scores again. Right. And then they're down by like four, I think. I think they're down by four because it's too much for a field yeah, goal. Yeah, too much for a field goal, and they got thirty six seconds left, and Billy Bob's let said, Let me in, I'm gonna block this punt. He, he blocks the he punt. He does. Well he doesn't get it, but he, no, he, doesn't he blows get it. it away so Tweeter can yeah, block. Because apparently Tweeter plays every position because I think he's uh He's a running. No, he's no, a he's, wide receiver. Yeah, because I love that one scene. He's like, "Here's my new tweeter end zone dance," and he does like the icky shuffle. What do you call it? Is the tweeter end zone? My dance. new the, the new tweeter end zone dance. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they block it, so they get the time, and they practice the um, hook and ladder play before. Or and as, it was horrible, but or as Billy Bob calls it, is that the play where I look stupid and uh, don't know what I'm doing? Yeah. Well. It, it goes horrible in practice, but that's partly because that's the point where Billy Bob has his concussion. concussion he yeah. doesn't know what he's doing. By this time, they they have to put it in the movie that he's okay because you don't want him yeah, to Yeah, he playing. did clear himself. Yeah, he's like, no, he went to the well, nurse. The doctor, the doctor cleared him. Yeah. He had no, a, but he, he no, this, scan. This is the weird thing. He said, I went to the nurse and she scanned my cat. Yeah. Which does, I'm like, what? does the school nurse have cat scan machine in yes. the school? Well, if only it's for a, the football players. If it's so. a football school in Texas, yeah. they probably do. Yeah, but she she scanned his cat, so he's good. He doesn't have a, apparently a concussion goes away like this. I've had a few. Mm-hmm. They do. It just it clears yeah. up instantly. Yeah, <laughs> like I remember perfectly the day that I had my concussion. You don't have By to the way, like. I don't remember that day at all. Yeah, <laughs> you, you don't have to go like in the white room and don't have noise. No, just no, drink a lot. Um, see your when, teacher naked and when I was not cold. Yeah, that's all I did. I just went back home and had vodka and beer, yep. and I was fine. It's all teacher naked. Uh, not any of my teachers. Yeah. But, yep, so he's fine. But So he's playing. So, yeah, then they have 30 seconds left. He's not concussed, so he catches the ball, ladder. and, like, five guys are on him, and he's, <laughs> he's just, like, going, dragging him. And he makes it to the end zone, and he becomes the hero that... They're um, all the heroes now. Because he had... He made up with the girlfriend oh, before yeah, yeah. this, and he's like, I don't know what to do. I don't want to be the football player. She's like, be the hero. Know. Be the hero. So I he's the hero. or whatever. Yeah. And she kisses the hero at the end. John Voight's gone. And I love, you know... The, just, the radio announcers keep going, uh, where, where's, where's the coach? coach? Kilmer or yeah. whatever his name is. Where is the coach? Still don't see him. So the radio announcers are the only people who care that the coach is gone. The refs yeah. don't care. No. No, no one else cares. No, the refs care. But he but put he's, on got, the, he's got the headphones on. He put You're on right. the headphones and hat, so he's good. Oh, there he is right there. Yeah. So, there he is. And then, um, but there's a few things else that I sent you notes when I was watching this yeah, about you the did. end. So, but um, to, to wrap it up, though, they... They hold, they hold everybody up, hero, kiss, mm-hmm. that's the end of the movie. Yeah. There's another monologue at the yeah, end. Yeah, we got to get to that we'll monologue in a little bit. But uh, a few other things. So it says, I, the one thing I think of, so he did the thing where he sh- threw it out of the bounds and hit the one mascot. Yeah. So they have to um, spike the ball to stop the clock because they're out of timeouts. But instead of doing that, he wastes <laughs> like five seconds turns and, and turns and throws mascot. it and knocks off a mascot. I think if he did this twice, he's getting a 15-yard uh, penalty for unsportsmanlike conduct. You would think so. And then we get to the – because the movie starts with that great VO, and it ends with a great voiceover. Yep. And it's – we don't know when this is in the future. No. But hey, – Well, um, he's still in college because I'll yeah, be graduating. I'll be graduating. Brown. But apparently Paul Walker's already a, like, world-famous coach. 
Um, in, and, the, in the next three years. Yeah. And again, you know, um, Ernest Hemingway couldn't have written a monologue better than this oh, because no. it's like, we won the game. That's the last time I ever played, which I, I don't understand. Game. Well, because so was that the end shouldn't of it? they go to the playoffs? Yeah, because they talked about state before. That wasn't the state. Yeah, that was just to win. That the was division. a district or whatever. And they even said, you know, if you don't win this, there's no state. Yeah. So did he just be like, I'm done? I think so. <laughs> Is he like, fuck all of you guys? I'm a hero I'm, now. Yeah, I'm done playing. Yeah. But then, like, well, the, I also wondered did they have to forfeit the rest of the year. Yeah, John Boyd is gone. The coach is gone. But Paul Walker has... But he has the headphone in the yeah. hat. You're right. He, he can't take him off, so he has to shower with him. Yeah. So somebody sees him with, with the... on dryers with well, it. Well, I don't think that's out of the ordinary for Paul yeah. Walker. But then, like, the voiceover keeps going, and it gets better because it's like, uh, Billy Bob cried, because Billy Bob cries. Billy Bob cries. Tweeter drank beer. Because Tweeter, tweeter drinks, drinks beer. beer. I'm like, brilliant, Varsity Blues, I'm loving this. And yeah. then, yeah, Paul Walker is, you know... He, he, um, he found he, his calling. He found his calling as a coach. As a, as a football coach. We didn't take down the statue. But only because it, it was too heavy. <laughs> but everybody knew who he was now. And he never coached again. Which and I'm graduating Brown. Can can I just take just a second here to actually commend something in the movie, in the writing of the movie. The first time I watched it and then this time again. You kind of, you kind of half expect, because they set it up with John Voight standing in his office looking at all the trophies and everything else, mm -hmm. and you kind of set it up for this moment where he's like, you know, a realization moment. Yeah. He doesn't have it. No. That's good. Yeah. I like that he does not yeah. have that I moment. like how he's not like, okay, I'm going to be a good coach. And no, he's to... just like, fuck these kids. Yeah. He's like, I hate these little pricks. <laughs> I'm done. I'll take my 23 division champions. Next year, next year he retire. coaches Gilman. Yeah, he's coaching <laughs> Gilman. Comes back and no, apparently he never kids. coached again. Yeah, you're right. He never coached again. He becomes a serial killer. Uh, yeah, but he like, might. I, I wanted to know what happened to Ali Larder and the girlfriend and everything like we that. We don't know. Nope. We don't really know what happened to Tweeter after he was drinking the beers either. Well, we I'm probably have sure. an idea what yeah. Tweeter was doing. Yeah. <laughs> he, Tweeter's in jail for rape. to life. Yeah, that's what he's doing. Um, but yeah, so, um, that's the end of that's the movie. That's the end of the movie. Um, there's no... God bless you, MTV and Paramount, for putting this, I mean, you know, wonderful thing in the world. But now we gotta go back because I had to we, just jump into it because we had to start talking about we, sexy train well, talk. Can we talk just a minute about John Voight too? Yeah, because his right. character. I mean, so we know he's a racist. He's a racist. He's an asshole. Uh huh. He beats up kids. He beats up kids. He 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 makes him has so drugs. much power in his town uh -huh. that remember when the sheriff is talking yeah. about arresting the kids? I gotta arrest like, them. He's like, you got a problem with my football players? No, he's like, can't you control these kids? Yeah. And, and I'd be like, like, no, I can't because he stole my football. He stole, <laughs> he stole your my football player stole my car, so yeah. I'm going to arrest him now. But John Voight is, I mean, his character is just bad. Yeah. I mean, in a movie that and doesn't I, necessarily need a villain, uh -huh. he's a villain. Yeah. He's a big villain. I mean, I loved his performance in this movie. He was just such an evil guy. Yeah, but like I said, the whole town is just awful. Well, and that brings up the question we talked about earlier. Is this Texas, mm -hmm. or are you going to find this in Alabama, yeah. in Georgia, in North Carolina, in any other southern state you can talk about? Yeah. Because you're, I don't think you're going to find it in most northern states. Northern states, it's maybe basketball. Basketball is a bigger one up here. I mean, you you can just change it. I mean, it's the yeah. same sort of thing. But it's just like, but everybody's bad. Like, I just wanted like one. There was no a, redeeming character. Like a, a, an adult. I just wanted oh, one yeah, nice mean, adult. No, there's because not one. teacher stripper, 
Uh, you know, I yeah. guess you're supposed to like her, but I mean, like, sure. she's not the really moral center of the movie. No. Um, yeah. Coach, horrible. Yeah. All the dads. Horrible. Terrible. All they care about is The mom is a drunk. The moms are all drunks. Um, the convenience store clerk he's gives getting a Coke. Vanderbeek free beer. Yeah. He's dr- he's getting, like, one Coke. A Coke. Yeah, a bottle of Coke. And he takes it away from him and, him and gives pack. him a six-pack of beer. I would have been like, but I want Coke. Because he's like, uh, like, Mox is like, all right, I guess I'll drink this. <laughs> and he but, drinks the whole six-pack. Yeah. And wanders around no, town. There's no redeeming adults in this movie. No. Like, Not a single one. Even the announcers. Yeah, the announcers are like, where is he? I mean, it's just horrible. So what are we supposed to talk about at the beginning? We're supposed to talk about the box office. Yeah, we, we didn't talk we about didn't the box office. And, like, here's another thing. It's like. This is the first movie we watched in '99. I'm yeah. already loving this year, and this is oh, one I of the. I looked ahead of th- in yeah, this year. This is one of the best years of like movie history. Yeah, no, I agree. like literally. Period. I mean, this has like, actually got a. This is a year that has some great movies. Hint: We're not going to do great movies. Uh, we'll do so a few. We'll do a few because I mean you can't go past but, Fight Club. Well, but on, uh, if we do great movies, where's the? I mean. We'll yeah. talk for five minutes and be like, it was a great movie. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. So, this is starting this year off this great. This is starting because off really well. we're in, you know, last year, we talked a lot about, at the beginning of 98, Titanic did so well because all there was there, there was wasn't shit. Else. I mean, we're in January of 99, and we have been, like, given this gift from on high called Varsity Blues. And we're actually, yeah, this is January, what, 26th? Uh-huh. This actually came out last weekend in yes. '99, so we're a week behind. But frankly, nothing came out this weekend in '99, yeah, and, and we got it. We we can't miss Varsity Blues, and I'm not going to miss Varsity Blues. You're right. He has a pig called Pig, or what was uh, it? Bacon. Bacon. Yeah, he's a pig called Bacon. Come on. I mean, we're not going to miss that. So if I jump back, so we should actually look at that. Um, I should go back to last weekend because there we go. I got it right here. Um, it opened in number one. Uh huh. Um, the only other thing that opened that weekend was In Dreams. I don't even remember that movie. I don't either. DreamWorks. <laughs> it looks like it's DreamWorks. Oh, well, I didn't But the only, things, the only things in the movie theater... Uh, oh, that's the three-day MLK weekend. But that's Varsity Blues, Patch Adams, Ugh. Thin Red Line, Ugh. Stepmom, Prince of Egypt, really Bugs Life, mean. Ants, yeah. that kind of stuff. So we had to do Varsity Blues. Yes, vars- and Varsity Blues is You know, wonderful. honestly... For as much as we make fun of it and everything else, I, I really actually enjoy the movie. No, like, I watched the movie. It's, like, enjoyable as hell, but I didn't remember it being so weird. And like I said, I love the hard pivots because all of a sudden they're talking about racism. And here's the thing. You talk about how good of a year of movies this is, and I know this wasn't critically gr- blah, blah, blah. This was the 44th best movie of the year. Yeah. And I enjoyed this movie. Yeah. Um. But it opened, of course, number one. Mm-hmm. It and held it number did, one for a few weeks. Yeah, it did pretty well. Because I remember, you know, because this is my senior year. So I'm the same okay. age as Mox in this. Sure. You know, at this time, I was throwing footballs at um, <laughs> mascots and everything, too. So, like, I remember being in high school, and this was the movie that everybody was talking about for a while. Yeah. So it's not knocked off until its fourth week. And what knocks it off? She's finally. all that. Okay, we're skipping that movie. We're not going to... That's the only... By the way... <laughs> Too bad this isn't a video podcast because when he said that, he looked up and we gave each other a look of horror and, like, I, repulsion. I'm not sure what we're going to do that. We Okay, so 
we'll we'll kind of out ourselves here. Uh-huh. We really haven't planned this year yet. No. Um, we were like, hey, let's do a podcast because we had some time, and then like Varsity Blues, and he and the, Steve's like, we could also do this or this, and I wrote and back, like, no, Varsity, Varsity Blues. Blues. He wrote back um, more and more. I'm like, Varsity Blues. That's yeah. So the the that weekend in a couple weeks, it's it's she's all that that came out, and the 24 hour woman. Oh, I, I don't know that that came in at 58. 58. Okay. <laughs> uh, it is in um, one theater. Okay, so. Yeah, it's literally in one theater. Yeah, but I wish you guys could have seen the look of horror on both of our faces when we figured that one out. Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, to look back at Varsity Blues in the box office, it, it, it performed well. It yes. sat number one for what, four weeks, I said. Uh-huh. Um, and, and, and it made it made its money. It, it made $54 million. And let's see what that is when you act, because this is 20 years ago too, so yeah. if we went to today's money, let's see how much it would have made. Do, 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 do. I mean, it would have made $95 million. Yeah. So, it's, its budget was $16 million. It made 54 I bet it made that in the first weekend, probably, or um, close to it. It probably came in close. So yeah, weekend. I mean, it, it made its money. So In the first weekend it was released, it made $15 million. So, yeah, so it, it basically much- made its budget back in the mm-hmm. first weekend. I mean, we are talking about the first part of January. Yeah. And, you know, typically you're coming off your Christmas high. Uh-huh. And yeah, and, like, you dump a lot of stuff at this time. You know, yeah. like, we don't have anything in the theater this weekend. No. Although I think Kid Would Be King does look good. And it's directed I, by Joe Cornish, but... It doesn't look terrible. Yeah. Um. So, but it, it I mean, it's not, it's also, you know, Varsity Blues is not up against stiff competition either. Mm-hmm. Even even if you look at this weekend, like in '99, yeah. it's up against Patch Adams, A Civil Action, Thin Red Line, you know, Stepmom, You've Got Mail. Oh, You've Got Mail. That was not a good movie. No, no. Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan could not save that movie. No. Um, so it's not like it's up against a ton. Um, where what are we supposed to do next? Oh yeah, thoughts on the film. I think we kind of went over our thoughts on the yes, film. Yes, I love it. I do too. This should have won all of the awards. <laughs> Forget except, about American Beauty. There was eleven more months in the year. Yeah. Forget about you know American Beauty that won the Oscar from this year. Forget about Matrix. Mm-hmm. Forget about Star Wars, Fight Club. We're definitely doing Matrix, by the way. All these movies. Oh, there's tons of movies that we got to do this year. Forget about all those movies at the you know Kodak Theater. It should have said the winner for Best Picture, Varsity Blues, goes to La La Land, and then they say no, no, it was actually Varsity Blues. Well, La La Land is <laughs> Yes. Um, but yeah, it should have been Varsity Blues. Um, James Vanderbeek should have won for Best Actor. I'm thinking this needed to win for screenplay for The Train Line Alone. Yeah. Best Editing. I can do that. And can we talk about how great of a time uh, capsule the uh, soundtrack was? We had Offspring. We had Foo Fighters. Uh, I think a Green Day song was in there. Um, Bad Religion. I mean, it was a pretty good, you know, oh. 99. American Pie comes out this year. Fe- February. Mm-hmm. We have to do this movie. This is on, I, I'm not budging from this one. Which one? Blast from the Past. The, like. Brendan Fraser, where he's in the Alicia bunker? Silverstone. Yeah. Right? Yeah, okay. We have to do that. I love well, that movie. I'm, whatever. I'm, I haven't I'm seen it in 20 years, but I liked it. It's, it's right over there. I've got it right there. All right. Payback, too, I saw. It came uh, out yeah, in Payback came out in February as well. But that's like a weekend before this. Yes. So, so. 
Um, um, but thoughts on the film? Yes. Uh, what, what other questions didn't we answer because we had to get into trains and Jesus? Uh, did it hold up? Well, actually, we get we did the plot synopsis first, so that yeah. was fine. So we just we switched first right. and second segment. Um, does it hold up? Yes, it's I mean, better it's, now than it was twenty years ago. It does hold up because it's like you said, it's a perfect time capsule of nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, and like then you watch, you're like, oh, they're talking about con- concussions and racist coach. They're way ahead and, of their game in some yeah. ways because. We don't talk about CTE, which that guy clearly he's he yeah he had a CTE. Maybe that's why he's crying so much. Oh my God, you're right. Because they say at the end, because he cries. Yeah, he's got like he's got some brain damage. He's got seventeen concussions. Oh my God. That's, I didn't think about that until just now. Yeah, James Vanderbeek's just probably like, oh, Billy Bob's crying again. He's just in this car with a gun. I mean, like, yeah, that's. I, Poor guy. This thing got dark now. Oh, but, Jesus. But yeah, we um, got CTE, we got racist coaches, we got drugs. drugs. I mean, like, it was good. And Alcoholism, like, it, which yeah. wasn't ahead of its time, but you know. Yeah, that, that is one bad thing. Way too much um, drunk driving in this A lot movie. of drunk driving in this movie. Especially when, like, James Conn... Kids, don't drive drunk. Yeah, Tweeter is like... Three sheets to the wind, oh, drunk. Yeah. And then he gets in the cop car, and then he gets, like, three girls that none of them are wearing seatbelts. Yeah, and he tells... He tells you Vanderbeek tell. to get in the car, and Vanderbeek's had five beers. Yeah, and he's like, and he's smart enough to be like, no. Well, yeah. This, this shows our age, though. It's like naked women in the car. It's like, go home to your dad. Yeah. Don't be in a car with a drunk driver. But no. don't drink, guys. Please. Please so, don't yes, drink and drive. It holds up. I'm probably going to watch this again sometime. I, I, yeah, I think I will too. What is the best scene of the movie for you? I've got a couple. I don't know. The beginning five minutes, I think, with the, the truck, monologue. The truck. The truck, the, the kid billboard. with the billboard, <laughs> the kid with the cross, yeah, going to like that first practice in the train line. I think that five minutes is up I like there, that. and then the you know patented "I don't want your life." That's up there for me. Um, I like that. That's aged like fine wine. Oh gosh, it has, hasn't it? Um, one of my favorites is the cult. When the kid walks yes. in the cold. <laughs> just, oh, just, he's so sweet. And like the dad's, the dad's like, like, get, get your freaks out of here. Get your freaks out of here. Yeah, get your freaks out of here. So I love that. Um, another scene, I mean, if, if, if you if you want to look at... The whipped cream, of course. The whipped cream is, is I mean, I don't know if it's my favorite scene, but it's the most iconic. It scene. is. If somebody thinks of Varsity Blues, that's the first scene yeah. you think of. Um, honestly, I mean, if you look at it as a, as a movie itself, I kind of like... The pep talk at the end by by Vanderbeek's character after Coach John said that gone. we got forty two day forty two forty eight minutes four yeah forty eight minutes to live the next forty eight last I say fuck that <laughs> and he loves his fuck yeah um, I say fuck that let's live the next twenty two minutes for the next twenty two minutes this isn't gonna you know yeah all that we stuff. are football play yeah, that's actually a pretty good scene yeah not as, but it's it's if, not if you're it's gonna not, have, it's not kid on a cross yeah. But if you're going to have, like, a good halftime speech from this period of time, it's going to be the Al Pacino well, life you're of the right. game so. You're right. Uh, what's the worst scene of the film? The worst scene. I mean, it's all cringy bad. I guess some of the stuff with, you know, the, like, guy and just always trying to get with the women. Well, yeah. Um, um, I'm going to go, for me... I think there's there's two scenes that really stand out as as, as kind of. I see. I don't know. I, I don't know if I. This doesn't. This doesn't fall into what we've always traditionally talked about as the worst scene of a movie that mm-hmm. drags a movie down. But the scene that I'm like, oh god, it's almost any scene with an adult in it. Yeah. Because 
It, yeah, like we talked about it. it. Has there's no redeeming adult in this movie, and I don't, and like I really don't know if the director's like I'm going to shine a spotlight on these like assholes of this town, and thought like he was being serious, but everybody's like a horrible caricature of a person. Yes. I mean, like they're the like hillbilly hicks from down south. They don't have any kind of three dimensions. So yeah, I would agree with that too. But I don't know if he did that on purpose. Yeah. That's why I say I don't, it does, it's not like our traditional yeah. bad scene. Uh huh. It's just because man. like all the scenes are a level of bad, but they're level of good too. Watchably enjoyable bad. Yeah. But I'm still going the best scenes the first ten minutes of this. Champion of the film. Uh, champ. Mm. I I mean Billy Bob's up there. It's John Voight for me. John Voight's up just there just because of how bad he is. Screenplay. The screenwriter might be the champion of the yeah, film that for could, me. I could go with that. Um, I don't know. I think John Voight is too good at this to be the champion of this film <laughs> because he's like, I don't know if I'd call it trying. It's the same thing with like Anaconda and him being oh, the champion because yeah. like yeah. he's too good for it. Yeah, you're right. John Voight probably is, but, but I mean like when you say Varsity Blues, the first character. No, the first character I'm going to think of is Billy Bob. Is it? Yeah. If you mine's, say Varsity Blues, Vanderby. I'm like, oh yeah, the fat guy. So. Yeah. I'm going. I'm going Billy Bob. All right, I'm sticking with John Voight just because right. I, I I hate John Voight in this mm-hmm. movie. And that works well. Uh, would it do well today? I mean, if if, uh, if you updated it to 2019, it's going to be a Netflix show now. Yeah, it's it's not going to be a movie. I don't think it's it would, not. It's not. It could be a dump movie somewhere, like a yeah. dump dump in in nowhere time. Yeah, but that's not doing well then. No, they're not doing well. I think the only way that this would do well, because I teach um, high school kids, I can't see them going to the theater and watching this. None of them don't even know what the hell football is anymore. They don't care. Right. That's not a thing. But I think if they made it on Netflix, you know, updated the um, soundtrack to have stuff they want, I think it could do well. I think it's one of those that... Three people are going to talk about. It's going to be mean the hell out of. Yeah, you're right. It will. This thing is like, why aren't there more memes? Where are my Billy Bob memes? Where's my meme about the train? Well, again, we didn't have <laughs> we didn't have real internet in 1999. I know, but we I want AOL. this. I want this movie to come back. Yeah. So, like, my students that I'm friends with on like social media, because they're the ones I always know memes from. Yeah. So they start memeing the hell out of this. I mean, they meme old stuff like friends in the office. Let's let's start memeing the hell out of Varsity Blues. I'm okay with that. Every meme is just Paul Walker walking out of his house next to his giant giant, giant pole. But well, we know we didn't actually mention that once Mox became a celebrity, they gave he him got one. <laughs> they did give him one. Yes. Um, so then the next thing is who would you recast in the lead role? So then, then there's a question of are, are we talking like, um, are we talking like? All right. Let, let's just do Paul Vanderbeek. Walker, Vanderbeek, John Voight, Billy Bob. Okay. We'll go with those. We'll go with those. All right. Billy Bob can't be recast. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, just... Uh, yeah. I don't know anybody that would fit that. Yeah. Literally. Yeah, I, I can't think of it. You know... Maybe... No. I don't know. Yeah, okay, so no Billy Bob. So let's do the other three. Okay. Um, so James Vanderbeek. James Vanderbeek. So it's got to be some up-and-coming star. He's got to be younger. Um, um... I'm trying to think. Wow. What about... Um, See, again, we're old. Uh-huh. And we don't know the up-and-coming yeah, stars. Not the up-and-coming stars. Can we just have James Vanderbeek playing it again? Probably, except no. he's busy on Vampirina. 
Joshua Jackson this time. <laughs> and no one And then and then we've cast Vanderbeek as a Mighty Duck reboot. <laughs> yes, there you go. <laughs> but no one mentions that James uh, like Joshua Jackson's 40 years old. I know. They're just they're just pretending he's like 18. Yeah, you're right. He's hanging out with gray hair. No, let's see. Okay, what's um what's who, a, who's an up and coming who's someone um, that's like on a TV show? The kid from The Flash, Grant Justin. He's a little old. Grant Gustin? Yeah. Grant Gustin yeah, you're can right. do it. He can do it. So John Voight. What about uh, well? Also for for Vanderbeek, we could also maybe pull in that that um, the boyfriend from Harvey from Sabrina. Oh, the new Harvey. Yeah, yeah. the new Harvey. That mm-hmm. would work. And for the uh, Paul Walker role, it's got to be Noah Centrino or whatever his name is from with all from all the boys I've loved before. Yeah, because he's with a that. hot young thing. He hot can young thing. Have, they're gonna, not going to have sex in a dryer. They're going to do something with a blender now. Oh, <laughs> women, I'm sorry. That sounds painful. Well, it's got to have the top on. Oh, well, okay. As long as she doesn't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we got to get it to 2019, so it's the Instapot. They're, they're <laughs> somehow with an Instapot. If it was if it was like 2004, they'd have the magic bullet blender. Yep, magic bullet. There you go. But <laughs> the, never mind. Who are we going to have for John John Voight. Voight. So, John Voight. John Voight still. I mean, he still he, looks the he same. He does look the same. No, okay, let's see. Somebody that's maybe 20 years, no, what? I mean, he's still too big of a actor. Who? George Clooney. I don't, I don't know if I can see George Clooney in that role. I think I could. I mean, I mean, he wouldn't be exactly like John Voight. He would have to be more very charismatic but then the second nobody's yeah, okay. around, he, he just yeah. goes, you okay. know, um, like the Gecko Brothers kind of look from From Dustle Dawn on him. I can see that. My, you know, if you look at the attitude and that kind of craziness attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, Nicholas Cage? Well, Tom Cruise, <laughs> but he's not physically imposing enough to, no. to handle a football team. No, he's not. He's, he's shorter than James Vanderbilt. Yeah, like there's that scene where he grabs the by, face by the and like just making like move him around. Tom Cruise could Tom Cruise would have to be on a step ladder, reaching up to do it. Yeah. Right, but the craziness attitude wise, I could see Tom Cruise doing yeah. it, but not physically. Now I kind of want to see Nick Cage do it. I kind of want to see Nick Cage do it. Yeah, I'll go with Nick Cage. Yeah, I'm going Nick Cage now. George Clooney, I think, would be better. Yeah, but this is Varsity Blue, so we don't want. Good. Don't really want better. Yeah, we just want something that works. Yes. Um, is that's that the last thing we have? I think that's the last thing we have. I feel like there's. I closed the one. thing. Oh, uh, pay your rent. I think I'm gonna buy this sometime if I see well, it like on sale digitally. Here's, here's I'm buying this because I will watch it again when I'm bored and just be like, trains. Okay, trains. Here's what I would do. I would probably rent this movie, mm-hmm. and then I'd probably rent it again, and I'd probably rent it again. And the third time I'd rent it, I'd be like, why didn't I just buy, buy this? It. Yeah, because I've spent 20 bucks on renting yeah. it. Could have gotten it for half. Yeah. yeah. And that's probably what I would do. I would probably be like, you know what? I watched Varsity Blues again. Mm-hmm. And then six months later, I'd be like, I, you know, I could see that again. And then six months later, I'd be like, why do I not just own this movie? This movie is not on anything right now. No. This needs to be on something. It needs to be on something. Netflix, pick this up. And it needs to be on there forever. Yeah. Because I want this, I want people to discover this movie again. And like I said, mean the hell out of it. Yes, I agree. Um, I really, you know, I still come back to the question of, of is this a caricature of Texas slash the South? Mm-hmm. Like, are I, they purposely making the characters stupid? Or are you know, they thinking they're making them evil, but they're just coming off as total well, and, buffoons? And not just that, but the, the whole football culture. Mm-hmm. Like, 
and like I mentioned it earlier, are you going to see this in Texas, Alabama, <laughs> Mississippi, North Carolina? Are you going to see this in those states? Yeah. And like that's that is one thing I remember because like I said, I was a senior when this movie came out. And I remember the football team loved it. Yeah. And I was kind of confused by that because it's not really pointing it makes fun of them. football in a good no, light. It really doesn't. And so, you know, somebody from Texas, Mississippi, Alabama, Carolina, Georgia, if you're listening to us, mm-hmm. tell us is this what it's like down there? Yeah. I cuz I'm I'm I'm, I'm genuinely curious cuz here I'm sure it's not here because, in central Illinois. Yeah. I mean, football's a big deal, but it's not religion yeah. here. But I am sure it's not I'm sure because it's not. they're don't have they're not I wouldn't even call them one dimensional characters. They're well, about these half are like dimension. zero dimension characters. Yeah. They talk with a draw, but um Yeah, yeah that, that, so but like a, like this thing I'd say is what was the director's motive? Was he like this is a hard hitting movie about Football, or, is or a caricature of it. Yeah, or I'm just making a you know MTV wants to make a movie. I'm going to take their money and make kind of a goofy kind of possible movie. So I'd love to know. That's kind of possible. Mm-hmm. We'd have to ask. Yep. I don't think he's going to answer us. Yeah. He says, "Please stop calling me." Yeah. I don't want to talk about trains with you anymore. <laughs> that was. I got a letter from him today. Yeah. It cease and desist. It was. Weird. It was. It wasn't from him. It no, was it was from, from his, his attorney, but. Um, but, uh, last thing I want to mention, so there is a app out there, it's called Letterboxd, um, now we're not getting paid by them, I wish we would, like Letterboxd, uh, hey, if, if you're you want, listening, yeah, but it's we'll letter, advertise and you then, for twice a year. yeah, and it's B, yeah, we'll advertise you <laughs> our quarterly things, but it's L-E-T-T-E-R-B-O-X-D, it's a really interesting app that you can, um, Rate the movies you see and log and see how many movies you've been watching and make lists and everything like that. If you'd like to follow me on it, I love doing it on Letterboxd. My name is Geeky Teach Eight One. So I'm I'm gonna download it right now, mm-hmm. and I'm going. Here's what's gonna happen. I'm going to use this app four times yep. religiously, mm-hmm. and then never and think then about never it think about it again. I I am logging all of my movies so far in this year. I've watched eighteen movies. Most of them I've seen before because. Nothing's come out in the theater I want to watch. But, yes, okay. follow me on Letterboxd. My name is GeekyTeach81, all one word. And you can see all the movies I've seen and how I rate it. I might have been a little harsh on Varsity Blues. I only gave it three out of five stars. Really? I should have given it six out of five. But <laughs> No, that would have been good. Um, but just wanted to throw that out there. It's the I'll, same uh, as my Twitter, GeekyTeach81. I'll, I'll sign up, and I'll tell you what mine is later. All right. Because I don't know. Um, and like I said, I will I will use it four times. Yes. Five times, maybe. Maybe every time that we do this in the year, you'll get back on it. Maybe, because we'll mention it. Yes. Because Letterboxd will be paying for us. <laughs> yes. Sponsoring us. Come on, Letterboxd. Give us your tens of dollars. Um, also, this, this episode is sponsored by MoviePass. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't... I mean... So, I, I think that kind of wraps up... Yep. ...this. Um, we do actually kind of intend on doing this again because mm-hmm. i had a lot of fun doing this last yeah. year and it kind of fell kind of fell away a little bit but i think we should i think we should get back to it steve had a you know bout with dark dark depression he was cutting himself every day it was it was kind of rough but he got through it in the first no i think what it was going on was we got to the point where he was going to be having to watch league of extraordinary gentlemen or no it, what was it was it? avengers avengers and black dog, black dog and all these other movies and yeah. he's like i'm out uh, you know what i battled <laughs> depression last year and uh it was it was certainly 
inspired by those yeah. movies. Yes, he's like, no, life's too short. I'm not watching uh, the Aven- that being the said, Sean Connery Avengers. 1999. It has me pumped. Yes, it's a great year. Um, yeah, I'm 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 looking forward to this. So we'll actually sit down and actually make a schedule. Yep, someday. we should probably do that. Yeah. And we'll tell you what the next movie is in May. Yep, we'll see you then. <laughs> uh, I got nothing else. So for um, first, where's my mouse cursor? Oh, there it is. For Varsity Blues, I think that's it. Yeah. Watch it. I, I guess. Yeah. No, definitely watch it. Have fun with it. It's watch a good movie. It. Don't, don't expect perfection, but it's a good movie. Yeah. So, all right. I'm Steve. I'm Ryan. See you later. Bye.